Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I hope you've had a great week. I hope that also by the end of this session, it's very clear to you that life happens. It happens to all of us. Your situation is not special. We all have challenges, and the bottom line in business is all businesses, you either make money or you can make excuses, but you can't make both. Uh, this week has confirmed for me that many talented people have developed patterns of not seeing their own potential or even worse, seeing it and understanding that it's within them, but feeling frustrated because their self-limiting beliefs prevent them from breaking through and tapping into their true potential. And see, the thing about self-limiting beliefs is they're hard to recognize in ourselves because they're our beliefs. So self-limiting beliefs are, are, are very, very difficult to really see in ourselves. Others can see them in our, in us very clearly. We see pe- people that we know have all the potential in the world, but can't run the race. They're, you know, they're at the starting line, but they can't get off the starting line. And it's my per- personal belief that God didn't create any junk, that there's a plan for your life and how you can use it to encourage and support others. And I hope you never doubt that. There is a plan for you, but it's your personal responsibility to maximize the natural talents and skills that you have been given and to bloom wherever you're planted, as they say. You know, don't bury your talents. Multiply them. Yes, things happen in life that are out of our control, that we have no control over, that can really set us back. Uh, I did a podcast about this a few years ago called Run When You Can Run. And uh, it's session 57 of this podcast. And it may be worth listening to for some of you. It's mlmsuccess.com forward slash story 57. Run when you can run. Because the truth is most people are not maximizing the time they have to devote to their business every day. They're just not running when they can run. They're not focused on income-generating activities. Uh, you know, just because you spend time reading social media posts from your upline or you have a business card in, card in, uh, in, your, in your wallet or your purse doesn't mean that you're operating a business. You know, telling yourself daily things like all your limiting re- beliefs, all the reasons that you can't provides no value for you. It's detrimental for you. You know, people say, if only I had a spouse that could help me. Uh, you know, Dale, I can't do this right now. I've got to coach the Little League team. And, and again, I've heard so many of these over the years. It's just, it's just unbelievable. You know, people talk about, well, my job just wears me out. By the time I get home, uh, all I can do is relax. And I, 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 I had this conversation with someone six years ago and had it again last week. And six years ago, I told him the same thing. I said, do some research on 12-minute naps. Einstein took them, and you can take a 12-minute nap. So you get home. And what are you going to do about it that you're wiped out? I'm not saying you're not wiped out. I'm saying what are you going to do about it? Because you've got to devote some time to your business if you expect to build your business. And I and I and I did a whole, you know, 
15 minutes trying to give him resources on the concept of a 12-minute nap, and here it is six years later, and I have to do the same thing. And see, I've been doing this so long that now it's like, didn't we talk about this 12 years ago? Didn't we talk about this last year? Didn't we talk about this last month? Well, Dale, my sponsors, they just aren't really plugged in, and they won't help me. Uh you know, some people, oh, I'm just kind of addicted to social media. I waste so much time on social media, and I'm, I'm addicted to, I've heard people say everything from cat videos to video games, you know. And people talk about, well, I'm just a taxi for my kids right now. Uh, Dale, I just don't have any time. Uh, I don't have any money for promotions. Well, who told you you needed money for promotions? I I never have. 99% of what we teach you can do free. It just requires time. Then once you take, make, start making some profits, then you can use those profits for promotions. And I've, as I've said many times, you use your profits for promotions, not grocery money. Uh, again, excuses, excuses, excuses that are only in their mind, but are not, have nothing to do with what they've he- ever heard from me. It drives me crazy. You know, I put out a hundred drop cards this month and I had, I had no calls. And then even worse, people saying things like, Dale, I promoted really hard for a week and nobody joined me. Promoted really hard for a week and nobody joined me. And it's just like, guys, you got to get past all this stuff, all these excuses. Excuses. Imagine if you if you could live and build your business with no excuses allowed. You know, I mean, I put out three hundred drop cards yesterday. Uh, Don and I took a break. We went to the 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 Braves were playing my big red the the Cincinnati Reds, which was the team I grew up with, the Big Red Machine. So we went down and we had a phenomenal day yesterday. And and I put three out three hundred drop cards. You know. In the stadium when we were there, I folded them on the way down and put them out when we got down there. And, and, well, Dale, how many calls did you get? I don't know. I don't care. I don't give a flying flip. It, I, it's never entered my mind. I don't care because I know consistent effort doesn't always produce consistent results, but it always produces success. I know that. I know that. I This is how I operate every day of my life. I don't worry about the little stuff. You know, if consistent effort provided consistent results, there would be no money building teams. There'd be no money in it because everybody could just work a week and sponsor two people and work another week and sponsor two people and so on and so forth. And it would be real simple, real easy, and, and they wouldn't need us. It's a numbers game. Have any of you heard of the concept of Murphy's Law? If anything will go wrong, can go wrong, it will at the worst possible moment. That's called life. Life is going to happen sometimes. But we have to learn to bob, weave, adjust, and move on through it. There's a concept in recruiting called lag time. There might be somebody that, again, I probably should have checked those numbers just so I would know before I got on this podcast. But but the bottom line is, it sincerely does not matter at all for me. It would never have been a thought in my mind if I hadn't recorded this podcast. But there is a concept called lag time. And, you know, we have people that uh, a couple years ago were promoting another program with us. 
uh, through different methods that we teach who today are getting leads from promotions that they did a year, year and a half, two years ago. It's called lag time. There'll be people that find that, that find drop cards this month that will put them in their sock drawer. And then when their child gets closer to thinking about college education, they'll find that drop card in their, in their sock drawer and decide to go online and check out and see what this is all about. It happens. I've had people that bought VHS tapes, a box of them at, at yard sales, found a VHS tape that we did maybe of our infomercial that ran 20 years ago, watched the VHS tape, watched the infomercial, uh, and then that they got it. A, literally, this happened. The lady found it in, in a box of VHS tapes at a yard sale. And then called me to, to see if the company was still in business or what I was doing now. All of it comes back to you over time if you do it consistently enough. There is a lag time in this business. You know, the reality is a minimum of five hours every week doing the proper activities uh, it is the secret. It's not getting all fired up and going as hard as you can hog wild for a week and then just stopping and waiting and looking for the how many new leads you get on your website. It's consistent effort. Y'all don't really want to hear the, the story of Beethoven again, do you? How many times do I have to tell that story on this podcast where the guy said, man, I wish I could play like that. And Beethoven's manager said, you wish you could play the piano like that? Yeah, well, people don't see is he practices eight hours every single day. That's how you get to be that good. Practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. And the way to practice perfectly is doing it consistently a minimum of five hours a week. Uh, you know, as I'm, as I'm doing this session, I find myself regretting, uh, and I shouldn't feel this way, but I'm regretting we, we're getting ready to do a new door hanger promotion. Uh, that's going to be very, very critically important for the long-term duplication as we build out this Internet of Things, iHub network across the United States and Canada and eventually the world. And it's going to be a very, very important part of this process. And I find myself sitting here as I'm recording this thinking about, oh, Dale, the people that are going to say, I put out a 100 and nobody contacted me. And it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, it, because I know it's coming. So what I do, they'll put out a hundred more in another subdivision. I mean, the people that would just—I I know it's coming. And even worse, the people that are too cool to even put them out to begin with. That's a whole nother session. You know, people that you know don't understand. It's not about them. It's about the duplication factor. It, it, it's just, it goes back to wearing a button. It's not about you wearing the button and being too cool to have a button on. It's about the duplication factor of your team. And real leaders understand duplication factor so they participate even when maybe for some reason something is outside of their comfort zone. You can do and act however you choose. The truth is, if others have faced the challenges that you faced, are facing and broken through, whether it's having three kids to drive around in a taxi, 
or having a spouse that doesn't support you or whatever other excuse you want to come up with. If other people have broke through that and had success, then why not you? The bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, you can make money or you can make excuses, but you can't make both. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. There's a four-step process to making money in network marketing that's just beyond simple. The, the problem is most people will do two of the four or maybe do three of the four, but they'll never do four of the four. And and then they don't make money, and then what happens? They end up making excuses. It's a real simple four-step process. And again, this four-step process uh, has been refined Oh, and it's taken me 40 years to under to really <laughs> to understand it and refine it. But it's just like clear as the nose on our faces as far as I'm concerned today. It hasn't always been. It's just been kind of learning one piece of the puzzle at a time. But the process is real simple. Number one is you have to you must find a timely opportunity that the market is receptive to and curious about, and that eliminates 95% of network marketing companies. It, it, it just does. Well, Dale, but we have a cutting-edge nutrition. Dale, we have the best skincare. Okay, the market hears that is just another nutritional product, just another skincare product, and the only way you're going you're gonna to get that product penetrated in the marketplace is through selling it. Selling it. Success Magazine had one of the most profound quotes for me I've ever read years ago, and it was, if people want what you're selling, you'll get rich. If people want what you're selling, you'll get rich. Not if you can go in the marketplace with all the data and the details and the science and sell it. That's two different things. And and most people don't understand the difference. They think, oh, we have a cutting edge, blah, blah, blah. So number one is you've got to get in front of a trend that the market is receptive to and curious about. And as I've said many times, you know, the reason people that are working, uh, what we're doing in the promotions and using the promotions that we're doing with I Have Global are, are getting results is because they're doing it consistently and we're in a crypto curious marketplace, period, end of story. The most receptive market that I have ever worked in 40 years without without question is the crypto market so we're in a real what i would call sweet spot the only time i've ever been closely related to this level of a sweet spot is uh with new image international we were the third company in the market with a chromium picolinate ephedra based weight loss product when they were extremely hot 
when they first entered the marketplace. Now, I've been in front of many trends. I've always looked at the trends. I mean, we were way in front of the vitamin mineral trend with Shackley back in 1980, but unfortunately we were a little bit too early because back then you had to be a weirdo if you took any type of vitamin. They called those people tree huggers. Uh, so it was weird. I was in front of it, but I was too far in front of it. I was in a really good spot with National Safety Associates and the water filtration business because we were actually selling the filters. We had people selling the filters, making really good retail profits, and we were getting the products to the retail customers in the marketplace, and we were doing extremely well, extremely well. And this was before bottled water was on every shelf in the country, but I knew it was coming. The research indicated it was coming. We were in a good a good uh, situation with a Servio with the 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 flop the 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 round whatever you want to call them the devices that uh, advertised to uh, cell phones. It was ph- phenomenal. It was great. The timing was perfect until Google t- turned off their nearby services which we had no control. Nobody had any control over that. And I could give other examples, but being in the right place at the right time is really important. And, and every now and then you get in what's really a sweet spot where, where the amount of work you do uh, is will be, you know, 10 times more effective than if you're in front of a trend that's not really in the sweet spot. And the sweet spot being that the market is receptive and curious about what you're doing. So that's number one. Number two is find the right opportunity to get in front of that market with. Uh, usually, usually there's only one company followed by multiple knockoffs. That's how it usually works. You know, NSA came out and was doing phenomenal, and then there was 12 other water filter companies that you will never hear about. Nobody ever did. That's just kind of the way it works. So you have who's the real player, and then who is the category creator. We can put it that way, and then who are the knockoffs that follow it. That's usually the way it happens. Uh, So you got to get with the right company and, of course, the right team. And that's number three. You find the right team within that company with proven promotional tools to put your message in front of the market. Uh, I had something interesting this week. I had a guy that uh, I had gone through our our videos at cmgihubteam.com and had contacted me and we scheduled a phone call and, and we talked and he's been around for a long time. And he said, Dale, he said, you know, he said, I've, I've been around, I forgot how many years he told me it was like 16 years. And he said, you know, I've made some money. Most, I haven't made much money. He said, for me, it's always been about lead generation. And he asked one of the most intelligent questions anybody's ever asked me. He said, you know, he says I've got some people that I can contact that I think will be all over this. Uh, you know, plugging in a box and creating passive income. He said, they're going to see it like I see it. He said, but okay, after I've contacted my people, what are the, what are the next five ways that I can, that I can promote this opportunity? And I thought, man, that is such an intelligent question, you know, because most people, when that question's asked, 
would go in their pants. It's like, well, you could do well. You could try. Maybe you could do some meetup groups or maybe you could try that. Maybe it's like, dude, we got you covered. We've got a back office for our team only. We share over 10 different ways to, that people are using right now in today's market to create leads. And I told him a little bit about, um, our, Facebook promotion on buy sell trade groups in local markets and, and a little bit about the, uh, the PDF reports that we offer and that type of thing. And he was, he was, he was sold. So again, find the right team with the right promotional tools to put in front of the market. You can be in the wrong, right company with the wrong team. And and I have people contacting me daily wanting to join our team, and I don't know. Stay where you are, stay where you are. I don't I don't have time for that. I'm not going to get into that drama. I don't need it. Don't want it. No. Number four. Then all you have to do is just ride the wave and maximize your potential. Uh, understanding that it's not ultimately it's a, about you. It's about the people on your team, that you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. So you have to be able to, when you recruit people, to get them plugged in to how to launch their business, plug in to how to create leads and get the message in the marketplace professionally, ethically, and productively to where they're going to get results back. It's just a numbers game. Always has been, always will be. But if you're with the wrong company at the wrong time in history, you can do numbers from now to the cows come home and you're not going to have much progression. So number four is you ride the wave and maximize your potential understanding. It's not just about you. With the mindset, always, that leaders pivot. Unless they're done. If you're done, there's no need to pivot. I mean, I talk to people every day and companies have been around 25, 30 years. They've been there 20 years. They're making a significant income. Yes, it's going down, but they don't have any debt. They're living a real comfortable lifestyle. They're not actively building anymore, uh, but they're supporting their team to the best of their ability, but they're done. They're, they have not, they're, they're, they're done. They're not going to build again. Uh, so there's no read for, need for them to pivot. They're considering it, but they're not going to do it because they don't have the courage to do it. They just don't. They don't have the courage to do it again because they think, you know, they don't understand the power of, of being in front of a, uh, in this case, a crypto curious market. They don't get the difference between that and selling Mel Luca and they don't understand. Uh, the power when you have proven promotional tools that will produce results. They just don't get all that. It doesn't relate. There's no way I can communicate it to them without them think I'm trying to pitch them when they don't realize I could give a flying flip whether they join me or not. I'm just trying to give them the facts and let them make their own decision and get off the phone is all I'm really trying to do. Uh, but a lot of these people, unfortunately, are not done. They're not where they need to be yet. Uh, they've been in a company 10, 15, 20 years. They know the company's on a downswing. They understand the 95% of the, of the companies in the profession do not offer true upside potential. They look at this. It looks real curious. They're very curious about it, but they're, they're, they're 
They know nothing about cryptocurrency. It kind of freaks them out. Uh, they don't really know or want to learn anything or study anything new or take some time and, and, and take a breath and, you know, fire up again and, and launch and do the work that's necessary, but they're, they know they need to. So, so there's a lot of people like that in the marketplace. And there's a lot of, uh, and again, I'm talking about people that have built teams, but of course, then we have the, what I call MLM junkie fear. And these are people that have been in, you know, 17 companies, but they've never really done much at all because they've never been able to comp to, to break through their fears. And I know, and our team knows we can help people get past their fear. It's going to, it's not going to happen immediately, but if they'll plug in, you know, we have the book club and we have some things that will help people get their mindset right, build their confidence and break through their fear. But, but most people would just rather just buy the hype and, and dream about it for a month or two until, uh, they realize it's like the other 16 programs they were in and then they fall off auto ship and then they do the same pattern all over again. So again, that's, that's the, that's the four steps. It's real simple in network marketing. You know, it, it's, it really is. It's just, you know, get in front of a trend the market is receptive and curious about. That's the crypto space. Find the right opportunity within the market. Who, who's, who's the real opportunity? Who are the knockoffs? Don't get with a knockoff. Number three, uh, find the right team within that. And, you know, I'll put our team and our leaders we have on our team. Uh, I'll compare them with anybody here as far as people that are really focused on helping other people get what they want and, and progressing and growing their business. And then number four, you ride the wave with, with the understanding that real leaders pivot. Real leaders in network marketing don't pivot. They don't. Uh, they get emotionally attached to the people and everything about it and they, they don't pivot, but real leaders pivot. So if you don't get to where you want to go, you know, then you've got to be ready to pivot until you're done. You know, once you're done, then you don't need to think about pivoting. But if you're not done yet and you know you're on, you're on a sinking ship, then you need to pivot. So building teams is a skill set that's been distort, distorted and really it's kind of long forgotten. It doesn't happen much in this profession. I mean, go to any company and say, how many of you have been here over three years and less than 10? And it's not going to be that many people. You just don't see the future leaders in most companies. You just don't because leadership, again, it's just kind of forgotten, uh, forgotten part of this business it's it's a social club now and honestly it's happened so quick it's hap- it's happened quick this downturn has happened quicker than i could have ever imagined but the internet internet allowed those that have never built a team to just blanket the market with speculative unproven methods that threw the network marketing niche into a state of dis- dissipation and what I truly believe today is just a state of fear and del- and delusion and that's that's the world in which we live a fearful delusional social club and many of us watch the network marketing profession turn from a wisdom of the ages state 
where people understood you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. The network marketing is a three- to five-year game plan to replacing your full-time income. That was the mentality, you know, in, in the mid-'90s with virtually every company in the profession. It's a three- to five-year game plan to replace your current job your current full-time income, and if you want to persist, you can go on to develop financial independence and even legacy wealth uh, if you understand that your success is based upon helping other people get what they want. And that was the market, and today we're in a market which is over-promising and under-delivering, constantly telling people what they want to hear so self-proclaimed gurus can sell them what they want to sell them are those with leadership titles in companies can keep them on ownership one more month. I mean, it's just ridiculous, but that's, that's how the game has changed. It's gone from a three to five year game plan, telling people the truth to telling people what they want to hear. So you can sell them what you want to sell them or keep them in your auto on auto ship and in your social club another month. The network marketing business model is no longer a viable business for 95% of the opportunities within the, the industry. And I don't care how good your skincare is or how phenomenal your new nutritional products are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the marketplace just sees that as, oh, yeah, another direct sales nutrition company, another direct sales skincare company, another direct sales, you name the product. So, you know, uh, safe household products. It doesn't matter. Uh, but if you get in front of the trend, uh, the right trend that provides the market, uh, something they're receptive to and curious about, you have virtually zero competition. I mean, just no competition for, because that's what intelligent people are looking for. So you have zero competition. And with the right skill sets and mindsets, you can write your own paycheck if you devote the time to do the work. So, yes, you can make money if you follow the four steps I've outlined. Or, or you can stay with the wrong companies at the wrong time in history with products and services that you love and people in the social club that you love. Uh, you can do that. Uh you know, it's it's your, it's your business, or you can call it a business. I would call it your hobby, and that's fine. Uh, but when 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 you get in that type of environment, uh, what really happens is that you end up with a lot of people within that environment, within those companies, great people. Great people could become, you know, financially independent with if they were with the right company, but they're great people, phenomenal people who some of them are willing to work. But basically what happens is when you get in that type of environment, it leads to companies that are filled with distributors with excuses. That's what happens when, 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 when you're, when you're missing one of the four points that I've just shared with you, you end up in with around good people, phenomenal products, but filled with filled with distributors that have excuses. As I said, you can 
make money or you can make excuses, but you can't make both. You know, the really sad part is if you happen to find the right product or service that is timely and in the market, you know, in a market that's very curious about it, there's very few existing people in the market that we call network markers today that have developed the simple promotional skill sets and the mindsets to to really ride that wave of opportunity. Why? Because they've been caught in social club environments, so they've never really developed. The, the skill sets are simple, but they've never really developed the skill sets or the mindsets to ride that wave of opportunity. The skill sets are very simple to learn if you have the right mentors on your team that are doing it. Just do what they're doing. Did you hear that? It's that simple. Do what they're doing. They're doing Facebook promotions to groups. Do what they're doing. They're doing safe list promotions. Do what they're doing. They're doing paid-to-serve promotions. Do what they're doing. It's that simple. The skill sets are very simple. I mean, a 12-year-old could do it. Copy, paste, promote. It's not that difficult, but people have never done it. It seems foreign because they've just been used to hanging out and being called a superstar, you know, and because they stayed on auto ship another month. That's not the game that I play. That's not where I've ever played, and I never will. But it's not that difficult, and you can learn it. Everybody listening to this podcast can learn it. Uh, I just got this uh, a couple weeks ago from Vicki Carson. I'm just going to share this with you because this is the world in which I live. And what I believe, and again, when the four points that we talked about match up, this is what can happen. She just said, hi, Dale, just wanted to tell you I had 29 plus people sign up for this, for the new Bitcoin report in the last 24 hours, and four have already joined iHub Global. Okay, now think about that. It's it's a report that we provide for free of charge for every member on our team. She's promoted it. How did she promote it? We teach different ways to promote it. So she's promoted, had 29-plus people sign up in 24 hours and had four people that have already joined her with her IHUB Global team. Uh, they may or may not sign up for a hotspot, but the seeds are planted, and this book is a huge success in my opinion. Thank you for the work you do. For the first time in my network marketing career, I'm in a daily rhythm and seeing results. Do you realize that there are hundreds of thousands of people, good people in this profession, that would love to honestly be say to themselves, for the first time in my network marketing career, I am in a daily rhythm and seeing results. Again, it comes back to those first four points that I've already talked about. The mindset simply comes down to accepting common sense and human nature. That's what the mindset really is. It's just common sense and human nature. It's understanding that and not working against it. And it's really as simple as devoting at least five hours a week doing the right income-generating promotional activities. You do that. And you will progress and you'll make money. But we have an entire industry that's been making excuses for the lack of progression for so long 
that it appears that we don't know how to break away from making excuses to making money. You know, back in 95, uh, network marketing profession had the business world in the palm of our hands, really. So many people that were just sick of traffic, sick of cubicles, that were finding the network marketing business model and just getting free. And it was phenomenal. And a lot of people think that, that that's the world in which we live, and it's not. It, it's really not. We got to get real with what's going on. And, but yes, people can get free and they can escape traffic and they can escape, escape the cubicle, but it's not, it's not with 95% of the opportunities in the marketplace. You know, it used to be not in 95, it was 95%. So it's my hope that by the end of the session, it will, it will be very crystal clear that you can continue your pattern of making excuses or you can stop, get in front of a trending opportunity to vote promotional time each week and start making money. You can make money or you can make excuses, but you can't make both. This past week has been one of the strangest weeks I've ever had really over the past several years. I would say last week was one of the strangest. Uh, I, it probably, it started with this Uber ride where I spent 20 minutes, uh, with, with a Uber driver and she gave me this dissertation why she could no longer make a living driving for Uber. It was unbelievable. And, you know, it started, you know, the first thing she said, I don't know why I'm still doing this. And, uh, you know, I can't make any money anymore with this. I asked her, you know, how's it going? Are you staying busy? And then she started in and she started about talking about Putin's gas prices. <laughs> it was Putin's gas prices this and Putin's gas prices that. And it's like, I would think that if I was in an industry uh, that was dependent upon gas prices, for my and were directly retired re, related and tied to my profits that I would understand a little bit more than just the headlines that she's been hearing on mainstream media. I mean, everybody. I mean, most people know that early in his presidency, Biden signed an executive order directing the Interior Secretary to halt you know, new new oil and gas leases and to put a freeze on new drilling leases and other initiatives that centered on, you know, we got to make energy clean. And that was the focus. And these policies have hurt the USA's ability to produce its own oil and gas. And that under Biden, we've gone from a country that was not dependent on energy from foreign countries to one that's dependent now on energy from foreign countries. And this was the trend. This was what these policies were going to create uh, prior to the terrible war that that is going on right now in the Ukraine. So when you say Putin gas prices, it's a clue to me that you have just bought into the media propaganda without doing your own research and I didn't say much to her, but I really wanted to. I just said, you know, when she took a breath, I just said, well, you realize gas prices were going up prior to the war, right? And she didn't even respond. She just immediately went into something else, which is what 
people will do. When people are confronted with facts, they'll deflect the facts and go to something else. That's just what they do. Uh, that's what excuse makers do. So she didn't respond, and she went, went into, well, this coronavirus. And she said, people aren't traveling anymore. I used to be able to make a living just taking people from the suburbs of around Atlanta to the airport and then pick them up at the airport and take them back home. But, you know, people weren't, they're just not taking any vacations anymore and they aren't traveling anymore. And, and I just wanted to, to say, I wanted to say statistically air travel is coming back quickly. Uh, and this year, many experts say vacation travel will be at an all-time high. I mean, it didn't stop me from traveling. It, I didn't say that. But when she did finally took a breath, I just said, well, you know, Atlanta, the Atlanta airport is the busiest one in the world. I wonder what, what do you think other Uber drivers are doing in smaller cities? I was just curious to what she would say. And, of course, she deflected, ignored the question, <laughs> and then she started complaining about Lyft. And she said, you know, I'm a driver for Lyft, too. Uh, I'm a hard worker. And I'm a hustler, and I drive for both Lyft and Uber. And now the rumor is Lyft is going to notify all drivers that they have to choose. They have to drive for one or the other. But if you drive for Lyft, you cannot drive for Uber. And she's going off telling me about all this and these letters that are getting ready to go out and all this other stuff. And, you know, she's finally dropping me off. I, I just said this, promise you, out of obligation. I did not want this lady on my team. But I understand even a blind hog finds an acorn every now and then. So just out of obligation, I said, well, what if I could show you a way to spend five hours a week online and replace your income by the end of the year? Is that something you'd like to learn more about? And she looked at me with a straight face and said, no, uh, all I know how to do is drive. Driving's all I've ever done to make a living. And I got out, thanked her, and I was done. I did my part. She was not open, and honestly, I was relieved. Uh, I, I can't think of anything more horrifying than get on a Zoom call with our team, and there she is sitting there. It just—it was not appealing to me at all. But I—I I, I told her to have a good day, and uh, and I got out of the SUV, and it was just a reminder to me that you can't help people who are not willing to help themselves. This lady had an excuse for everything, and again, as human beings, you can make money. Or we can make excuses, and the choice is ours. So this week, uh, I've had team members all over the United States who are receiving their iHub hotspots, H&T crypto mining boxes, and man, it's, it's exciting times. It really is. And we have a ton of excited people. Uh, who are figuring out this and getting their antennas figured out and it's just exciting. But we have, uh, we have other people that have been sitting back and watching, waiting that are freaking out. And I guess they're starting to realize, Oh my gosh, this is really going to happen and I might miss it. You know, I'm getting ready to miss a multi-million dollar opportunity here. I haven't been in the loop. So the conversations I've had this week have been exhilarating to just absolutely emotionally training, you know, and it's, it's like it started with the Uber driver. And thankfully my, my 
middle daughter Channing, who's a psychologist, was able to help me a little bit. Uh, was here for a few days, and we spent a lot of great quality time with her and my grandson and my son-in-law. And we went to uh, the Georgia Aquarium and to Six Flags, and just we had a. Re- I just kind of shut everything out, but when I shut everything down, then I had a lot to follow up with that I've been paying the the price for until yesterday and finally yesterday i said i just can't do this anymore let's go to the braves game braves were playing the reds and we went down there and just chilled had a great time don and i but it's been one of those weeks and you know the catch-up has just been unbelievable because i've had so many conversations through email and, and a couple on the phone this week of people who are just desperate to get plugged in again and to, and to make up for lost time. And I guess instinctively we all know that the action takers are the money makers and the number of people who are not able to simply wrap their mind around all you have to do is copy and paste and place this message in about 20 Facebook groups daily, and that will take you less than an hour and place them in the in the the buy sell trade groups, and it's really that simple. And and here's what you do if you want to promote on Safe List, and here's the message we send, and and it's all on video, step by step. You can stop, rewind, go back, and the the number of people that are overwhelmed by that, the simplicity of it, or think, hey, what's the real? What are you really doing, Dale? Where's the foo foo dust? It's just been unbelievable. So my my week's been full of these, uh, full of, full of those people that have stayed in the loop and are fired up and taking massive action now that the boxes are being shipped. I mean, they're pouring it on. And those who've been in and out, in and out of the loop and now seem more interested in providing excuses to me into themselves as to why, why they've been in and out. You don't owe me an explanation. You don't even owe yourself an ex- explanation because I don't really care and it really doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. The past is past. It's, it's not worth thinking about or trying to analyze. It just, it's not worth freaking out about. It's just not. I mean, it, it's just not. Uh, and I've heard it all. Say, Dale, you know, I was really excited about this, and then I got just so confused about setting up my coin wallet account, so I kind of fell out of the loop, or, or, you know, I felt let down when I when when you told everybody that, you know, I joined this because I I felt really let down and like I was going to miss out when you told everybody in APL Go that you're going to focus the next twelve to eighteen months on iHub. I kind of, you know, joined just so I wouldn't get left out. And and I'm thinking, okay, but, you know, others took it in stride, understood the reasoning behind why I did, and and were on the same webinar you did, you were on, when I talked about the acceptance, the psychological acceptance of the marketplace, and they got it and you didn't get it, and I don't know what else to say. Are, you know, and I've had these conversations about people that say, oh, I just got confused, you know, what type of aftermarket antenna 
that I needed to to play to to order, and then when I went to order, they were pay, they, I had to pay postage, and I told and I and handling, and I was told that it was going to be free, and it just kind of bothered me, and, and just so much stuff that doesn't matter. I mean, it's just been unbelievable, uh, you know. And then others they'll what they introduce this stupid somebody. This is what they called it. They introduce this stupid travel program that can save me hundreds or maybe thousands of dollars a year on travel. Why, why don't they keep the main thing the main thing? Y'all think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. They they literally said a travel program that can save me, they said me, can save me hundreds or maybe thousands of dollars on travel, but why don't they keep the main thing the main thing? So for $19 a month, saving you thousands of dollars a year on travel is a bad thing. You don't have to focus there. We talked about it in the webinar that I went back and checked just because I had to when I got off the phone because it, it just it kind of blew my mind, that statement that you were not on. And obviously you did not watch the replay, or if you did, it went over your head. You must have been, you know, I don't know what you were doing while you were trying to listen to it, but you didn't hear that. And And again, I'm not complaining, guys. It's just been a fascinating week. I mean... Um, it's just been a fascinating week, you know, uh, yeah, people said, well, Dale, I just never got plugged in after they went from the free minor to the $18 a month lease program. And I'm, and, and I'm thinking, okay, you never got plugged in. That bothered you fine. What are you going to do now? What do you want to do now? Well, they just, this kind of upset me. I just didn't know if I could trust them. Okay. Did you listen to the, their their webinar where they explained why they it was growing so fast they had to bring in an investment group. Did you listen to any of that? Did, did and again it's like can you distinguish between bottom line reality facts and just your emotions yanking you around? Uh, it, it's just really been interesting. It's been an interesting week, you know. So free was good, but eighteen dollars a month lease is too much. Well, Dale, I was doing really good, and then Facebook said I was promoting too much, and it just kind of freaked me out, and I don't want to lose my Facebook account, so I quit. Okay. Have you went into and watched any of our LinkedIn training, our Craigslist training, or any of the other social media platforms training, or the safe list designed specifically for crypto the crypto community or anything else that we have back there, or you were just doing this one thing and you were you kind of getting comfortable with it and you were getting results. So you did it more than we told you to do it, which you did and you know you did and I know you did. And then you get a warning and instead of just cooling your jets on Facebook and moving in another direction, you just freaked out and decided to stop then what'd you do with your five hours a week? I, I mean, I didn't say that, but I really wanted to. And then, you know, we've had many people that have had a real life event that's happened with their spouse or with their children. 
And that happens, man. Life is going to happen. And when it does, you have to get back in and start running as soon as you can and run when you can run because life is always going to happen. But don't beat yourself up because you had to fall out of the loop because you had to take care of a spouse or take care of a child, you know, or, you know, whatever. Life is going to happen. And we've had many people that have gone through life situations, losing parents and so on and so forth. Life is going to happen. That's okay. That's okay. But but for many of you, not all of you, but for many people, they complain, they, they, they blame it on a life event. And the truth is, before the life event happened, they weren't in a rhythm. They've never been in a rhythm. Some people have been in this industry for 10, 12, 15 years have never been in a rhythm. And they were never in a rhythm now, but they want to blame the life event because it's convenient for them kind of losing track and, and getting unplugged. To thy own self be true. I even had one person that which this this guy has built a team of over twenty five thousand people in the past. Uh he's been out of the loop from the almost the beginning. Uh, he saw it and it freaked him out, I think, because honestly, he's been involved in other traditional businesses and, you know, he built a phenomenal team. He loves network marketing, but he, he's been in the grind of it and, and getting back in the rhythm. He's, there's a difference between being in a rhythm and being in a grind. Well, that's good. That should be a tweet. You know what the difference between being in a rhythm and being in a grind is? In a rhythm, you're getting results every month. In a grind, you're waiting for them to come. But in a rhythm, what determines the difference between if you're in a rhythm or a grind? Skill set, mindset. Are you with the right company at the right right time in history? But anyway, this guy, I love the guy. He's just a good guy. And he could do it. He knows he can do it. I know he can do it. I know he's focused on other things. I know if he ever gets focused here, he'll do it. He'll do it big time. He'll do it. He'll, he'll, he'll be phenomenal. Uh, but his box is waiting for him. All he has to do is, is send him the $400 deposit and he'll have the box. He'll have his box to him. And he's saying, Dale, he said, I'm not even sure if I'm going to order the box. And I'm thinking, I mean, I was shocked. I'm like, this is kind of borderline self-sabotage stuff. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. And if you want to say, Dale, I'm not sure if I want to grind again, then we can talk about that. And I can share with him why this is different. And I can share with him why there's difference from what he's done in the past to being active and in a rhythm in a crypto curious market. And we can have some real good discussions but when 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 he says something like i don't know if i want to order the box now i mean why wouldn't you order it and hook it up and let you make it money like let it make you money it's a one time 400 dollar deposit okay let it make you whatever it makes you if it makes you 40 dollars a month in 10 months your box is back and you got 40 dollars extra a month that you can use for you know lunch twice a week or whatever 
I mean, why would you not take the passive income from the box? I, I, it blows my mind. See, it's not, it, there's more to it than that. There's more to the story. And in some people, I'm seeing a level of, and the only way I know how to describe it, not too many, thankfully, but some self sabotage is I, I really don't understand. I, it's like, do it for yourself. Do it for yourself, and and see. I think some of these people think, well, if I if I order my box and he's he knows I've developed a team of twenty five thousand plus people in the past, and he thinks I'm going to do it here, and and I'm just not sure that I want to, you know, that I want to do it here yet. So I'm just not going to order the box, and then they won't have any expectations of me. And what they what they should understand if they knew me, I have no expectations of you, regardless. It has nothing to do with. My expectation. I'm going to do this with or without you or anybody else. I'm not dependent upon anybody other than the person staring me back in the mirror. And if you want to participate, phenomenal. I love working with you and we'll have a blast. But if you decide after you order your box, it's not for you. Hey, no problem. You're, the only thing that's going to change is you would be making, you know, 40 or a hundred or $200 a month, whatever your box produces. You'll have that coming in every month that you wouldn't have had. And you're a customer, and I appreciate you being a customer. Cool beans. No problem, dude. I mean, do it for yourself. I don't need you. I never judge anyone who makes logical decisions that make sense for themselves. My judgment comes when people make illogical decisions based upon fear of what me or anybody else may think. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. So worrying about what Dale or anybody else thinks, no, that's not that's not acceptable. Make a logical decision. The logical decision is order the dang box and let it make you let it let it make you money. And then if you decide you want to build a team of twenty five thousand, you'll probably end up building a team of thirty five thousand, and we'll have fun and roll. And if not, I have a lot of other people that see it. So it's no big deal one way or the other. So it's just kind of been a fascinating week. I mean, you know, especially with these people, because it really is kind of self-sabotage. And it's like, do it for yourself. I don't need you. I never judge anyone. Again, unless they make illogical decisions, worrying about what somebody else thinks. So maybe you're not a superstar. Maybe you did just get lucky one time and develop a team of 25,000. I don't know, and I don't care. Um, and maybe you don't have the desire to, to run. But order the dang box and let it make you money. Go to your back office, order the box, get it hooked up. And it it, it doesn't matter, and it doesn't mean a thing. If I or anyone else expects you to build a team of 20,000 people, it just doesn't matter, man. It just doesn't matter. And and I really, after all these conversations this week, it's like, I don't know what else to say. I've had conversations all over the map. As people realize, hey, I could be missing a multi-million dollar opportunity here. And I said, yeah, you could. You could be. All that matters right now, though, is what actions are you going to take moving forward? And that's always the question for all of us. Anytime we're trying to get back in a rhythm 
with any business? That's always the question. Again, the quality of, of our life is in direct proportion to the quality of questions that we ask ourselves and then answer them truthfully. So what are you going to do moving forward is all that really matters. You know, the next couple of years, there's going to be people's lives who will be changed positively, financially, forever. Will one of, will, will one of those lives be yours? I mean, what you do right now will determine that if in two years from now, one of two things is going to be happening. Two years from now, everybody that's involved with us right now, everybody that ever hears this podcast in two years, one of two things is going to be happening. You're going to be continuing to make excuses. Are you going to be making more money than you can have ever really wrapped your brain around at this point? Two years from now, that's what your life's going to look like. You know, 2021 was a really good year for Donna and I after deciding, you know, calling the, the website, the largest website broker in the United States, deciding to liquidate all of our network marketing websites, all of our intellectual property and training uh, for network marketing, a very, very unique opportunity dropped right in our lap. And honestly, I was just too smart to pass to let it pass me by. I wasn't going to let it pass me by. I understood what I was looking at. I understood that the four stars had lined up. And we had a really good run, even though in January of 2021, um, I was faced with a major health challenge that I've never talked about and nobody but my family even knows about. And I'm not out of the woods. And if you want to keep me and my private health issue in your thoughts and prayers, that would be appreciated. And I've never mentioned that on this podcast, and I won't again. I don't know why I just did. It just kind of came out, so I'll leave it out there. I guess my only point is is that it would probably have taken most people out of the game. But, you know, I was presented with this opportunity in early 2021, and I just believe, you know, God's not done with you yet, Dale. And so we went to work. Head down nonstop in 2021 and we got it launched. And then we put it together like we would any other program with a 30 year game plan. Uh, we developed our, tr- our private training website for our team. Uh, on that website, we had the launch process and it was geared with a sample program that worked extremely well. We took on all the financial responsibility for the samples and everything. We, I mean, we just did it all. Uh, we put together a retail to recruit system, uh, multiple ways to create leads for that business, and all on video, step-by-step, how to create leads, what we were doing to create leads. Uh, we developed and refined a direct outreach system and then provided daily Zoom trainings for team members uh, to work together uh, with the help of several of the leaders on our team. Uh, we did weekly private Zoom trainings and on and on. 
uh, in my opinion, we built the best training and support structure available for any MLM team on any company anywhere in the world. And I believe that our team members believe that and were benefiting from it. Uh, they called it Harvard. So that's what we did in 2021. And we made uh, good money. Uh, we earned a couple of cruises. Uh, we were in the top 10 recruiters in the world in that company three of our first nine months. Uh, my first month, I was the number one recruiter in the world out of 250,000 distributors. And we probably put together the fastest growing team in that company. Uh, I spoke at their USA kickoff conference in Vegas and loved every single thing about that company. Then in November, I got COVID and I was wiped out for over a week and where I literally couldn't even get out of bed. I could, you know, take a shower every other day. I was just in bed and out of it. And it was like I was in a coma or something. And I was forced to stop at a level in my life I can never recall that I've never had. I've never had that level of just being wiped out for that amount of time. And, you know, I was just completely stagnant, uh, temperatures of 104 degrees. And then as I started to recover, I would have moments of being aware of my own thoughts. Moments. And they were always about my grandkids, Dawn, my family, and our APL GO team members and the future for them. And as I really started to recover, I had more time to really stop and think about our business and what we had accomplished over the last year. The people that I had seen start to get out of the grind and into a rhythm and starting to get results and, you know, enrolling one or two or three or four, sometimes five people a month. And the truth is I'd done very well. Don and I had, but I had people on our team who had done the work, broke out, gotten through their whirlpool and their their self-limiting beliefs and proved to themselves that they could do the work and do the numbers. And if they did the numbers, it would work for them. Uh, But honestly, I just felt like, hey, they deserve more. They deserve more. And... I'm the type of guy, if you don't do the work, you don't deserve anything. It's like, why are we talking about this today when you had the same issue two years ago, six months ago, six years ago? And that's just the way I am. It's like, you know, a lot of people want to bend your ear, but they don't want to do anything about it. They just want to bend your ear, but they don't want to make the changes. They want, they don't want to do what's necessary to get beyond that and to continue to progress and grow in any area of life. Yeah, I guess it was probably during this time that I discovered or the reality dawned on me of what I now call the fifth star, which I should have, I should have already known. I guess it had been so long since I'd seen it that I maybe had forgotten about it. 
But, you know, Success Magazine said, if people want what you're selling, you'll get rich. So anyway, once once my mind really got wrapped around that whole concept, I made the hardest decision, one of the hardest decisions I've ever made, business decisions in my career, and that decision was to pivot and to change my focus from that APL Go team to IHUB Global. And people don't believe this, and that's fine, but I did it for our team. So some of our team members dislike me for that decision and probably will for the rest of their life. I'm hoping one day they will know that I did it for all of our team, but maybe they will, maybe they won't. Uh, what's that quote? Never try to explain yourself. Your enemies aren't going to believe you anyway, and your friends don't need an explanation. So, I mean, really, honestly, the clearest decision for Don and I at that time would have been just to say, hey, guys, I'm done. I have residual effects from COVID, which I do. I have some other health challenges I'm fighting, which I am. And I just cannot bring myself to deal with whiny, wimpy, thumb-sucking, the world owes me something people any longer. Uh, Harvard is there for you guys to attend and use. It'll always be there. All the classes are there. But I'm done, and it's time to retire. That would have been the easiest decision for Don and I. And... After a lot of thought and prayer, thankfully, you know, I made the decision to lead the team uh, in IHUB Global because I knew it was the best move for them. And I can say that decision was the best business move I've ever made, not simply because of the upside potential of building out the ILT network, but because it opened my mind and into uh a cryptocurrency world that I never knew existed prior to IHUB Global. And IHUB Global didn't open my mind to it, but being involved in the mining of a cryptocurrency led me to other areas that led me to other articles and led me to other books that gave me a whole different perspective, a whole new world, again, that I didn't even have any idea that there was a legitimate uh, cryptocurrency passive income world of opportunity that really does exist. So this is a world that will keep me fascinated and learning for the rest of my career. And I'm so excited that about what I'm learning. I don't even know how to put it into words, honestly. But this entire experience has just confirmed to me that all of us have a choice. We can let life challenges and setbacks give us excuses, or we can decide to pivot when necessary and continue to grow and do our best to provide value to others as we make money. It's always come down to make money or make excuses. But when you've already made them enough money, it kind of takes this choice to another level. And at that point, it becomes about providing value to the market that you serve. I mean, I just love the game too much. And the game makes everyone money in proportion to the value you provide to the market. If you persist, uh, if you persist, 
you really get to a point where you forget how to even make excuses <laughs> and you live every day working and implementing the income generating habits and activities that you've learned. You forget how to make excuses. You wake up daily knowing you're going to win that day and that you have in place the steps that you can follow that I, you know, I, that I've shared, that I've shared in this session, I've shared with you the four steps that you can follow and you can wake up every day knowing you're going to win and knowing you're going to make money. You get to a place in your life where you forgot, you just forgotten how to make excuses. You develop your leadership abilities and the money flows to you. You break away from the make money or, or excuses crowd. And you just do the work every day, provide value, and make money. You don't have to fight it any longer. You just break away from the crowd. And you just do the work every day, provide value to the the marketplace, and make money. It's your choice. It's your choice. One quick announcement before I let you go. Um, uh, last week or the week before, I did a real important, I think it was last week, I did a real important private webinar for our team. And the basic theme was called Fire Yourself. Fire Yourself. Like, you're fired. Donald Trump, you're fired. Fire Yourself. And... I am going next week to make that available on this session. Uh, as I say that, I think what I'm going to do instead, this will drop on Tuesday, the 12th. Uh, I'm going to, if my podcast producer can do it, I'm going to drop it tomorrow. So it'll be Wednesday the 13th, because I think with what I've shared with you today and then giving you access to that webinar will have a positive impact on, on you guys. So if, if it doesn't drop tomorrow, it'll drop next week. It's called you're fired or fire yourself. Uh, fire yourself is creates the pathway to wealth uh, we'll figure out what exactly what we're going to call it because I'm not, you won't hear the whole webinar, all the announcements and stuff, but the meat of the training, uh, that I shared, I think will, will be very valuable to you guys. So I'm going to make sure that we make that available. That will be the next podcast that comes from Calvert Marketing Group. Just want to let you know that. Be looking forward. This is Dale Calvert. Thank you for your, your support, your feedback. I appreciate you guys more than you know. Um, I'm not sugarcoating anything, as you guys can obviously tell. Uh, I love the network marketing business model. I am beyond discouraged by what it's become. Uh, I wish we could go back to a time when 95% of the companies offered people the opportunities that it once did, but we're never going back to that. We're never going back to that. So you've got to get 
much better at doing your own behind the curtain due diligence and really looking at the teams and the companies that you associate with and how the market will react to those companies. And uh, that's the truth. And you may not like hearing it and you may not like or want your downline to hear it. And I get that, but it's just the truth. And the best decision you can always make uh, for your team, you know, if it's the best decision for you, then it's going to be the best decision for your team. And the one philosophy that I hope you'll always carry with you, because it will, it will sustain you from this point forward, and it will never let you down. And that is, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Thanks, Zig. Thank you, Zig. This is Dale Calvert. We'll talk to you next week or maybe tomorrow. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.